plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Partners, it's Star Style. Be the star you are. Welcome. It is our informational playground. Today we have a magical show for you. So we're so excited you're here with us. I am Cynthia Bryan. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel, and we're brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity. Coming up in segment two, we continue with our Wednesdays with writers, and we have Embracing the Magic Within. It's an empowering book written to remind us of the power we each hold inside of us, and we can share with others. The author is Shelley Wilson, and she will be coming to share her positivity, her wisdom, her inspiration, and she has lots of great quotes, which I just love. In our third segment, you know, the pandemic, when it ends, if it ends, workers are going to be seeking new jobs or even new careers. And a lot of previous jobs are now going to be telecommuting or digital work. That's probably going to be the norm. So we're going to find out what skills you can gain now to be ready for the new workforce. Now, but the miracle moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are charity. If you could visit bethestaryouare.org and consider making a donation, we would really appreciate it. Be The Star You Are does not receive any state or federal funding or nothing from any of these, this CARE Act or any, um, any respite at all. So we need your help to stay on the air. This is from Gertrude Jekyll. I rejoice when I see anyone, and especially children, inquiring about flowers and wanting gardens of their own and carefully working in them. For the love of gardening is a seed that once sown never dies, but always grows and grows to an enduring and ever-increasing source of happiness. So I love that quote because... Uh, I feel like we are all grounded at the moment. It's not just the airlines and the cruise ships that are grounded. But now we have uh, protests and, you know, terrible riots going on. So most of us have curfews, even if we're living in little farm areas. So we're definitely grounded. And young people especially are, you know, they're enduring the sheltering in place mandate. But there, it's scary and it's difficult to be away from friends. So as we embark now on our 12th week of staying at home and online learning, adults and kids everywhere, they're getting a little bit antsy. When I was a kid and school was closed for whatever reason, my first instinct was to get outside and to explore. I wanted to either be on the tractor, plowing the fields with my dad, or tending the vegetable or flower gardens with my mom, 
or leading the rest of the ranch kids on an adventure through the creeks and hills to identify flowers, plants, amphibians, and insects. Now, I'm certain that my love of the natural world began when I was just a kid. And as an adult, I've always felt it was important to share this passion with others, but especially with youth. Because gardens offer a crucial way for people to access and experience the natural environment. Nature is a public health resource that is available to everyone, no matter where you are. And since it's springtime and we are all grounded, why not employ some fun activities that the entire family can enjoy together while practicing social distancing from others? So here are a few ideas that I've implemented with my family and with students that I've coached over the years. The first one is use a spiral binder, a notebook, or design a beautiful, unique diary. Go outside and observe. Use crayons, markers, or paints to illustrate and chronicle what you see. And then put your ears to the test. You'll hear different sounds at various times of the day. You'll hear crickets chirping, frogs croaking, birds singing, water trickling, wind whistling, squirrels chattering, bees buzzing. Whatever you're hearing, and I'm talking about nature sounds, make a personal meditation recording on your smartphone. The earth is absolutely crawling with activity, and underneath the surface of the soil, there are countless critters. They're busy at work. So go to a corner of your garden and gently dig up a trowel full of soil. Now, better yet, if you have made a compost pile, which I've talked about many times here on the show, and a compost pile can include all the ingredients except for meat and uh, feces, but you can put in it uh, shredded newspaper, uh, coffee grinds, tea grinds, eggshells, fish bones, vegetable scraps, peelings of any kind, leaves, grass cuttings, and you mix it all together. But if you dig up a trowel full of this, what do you see? You're probably going to see earthworms and millipedes and sow bugs. You might even see slugs. We don't like those. There might be spiders or other insects crawling. This is something that you can note in your findings in your nature journal, or you can use your phone to take some photos. Now, one of my very favorite products uh, projects as a kid, and it turned out to be a product too, was picking pretty flowers to press. And I especially loved wildflowers, especially shooting stars when I would hike in the hills. And instead of making a book, what we did is we made what we called stained glass windows. So we would pick an arrangement of petals and then we would get two sheets of wax paper. We'd put the petals and maybe some leaves between the two pieces of wax paper, put a a dish towel on top of it and iron it. Now, you have to make sure to place that dish cloth on top because you don't want it just to melt, and that's before ironing. And what the wax paper did, it would seal the flowers together, and it would create what we called a window. And you could choose brightly colored flowers or dark green foliage, that anything that will lay flat, like California poppies, um, little petals from bougainvillea, pansies, violets, rose petals, nasturgeum, they all work so great. And you can just make this arrangement. And then we would hang them by a window with ribbon and it would f- reflect a rainbow of hues. So it's a really easy thing and kids love to do it. 
Another fun thing to do is if you live in a place that you have a mailbox that's on the street or something, you can either put a container or plant something like a climbing rose or a trumpet vine to let it climb over it and brighten your street. And you have to keep it shaped and pruned, of course. And then besides the yeast and rapid, uh, rapid sprouting of beets and radishes and carrots, one of the most rewarding combinations to do with kids is to plant something called the Three Sisters Garden. Now, if possible, give your child either her own little plot of land. That's what my, of course, we were on a farm, so my parents could give us a piece of land. I mean, you know, to grow our own thing. Or you can give them, you know, a big container pot, a, a terracotta pot, so that she will feel proud of being a farmer. The Iroquois Native Americans, what they did is they planted corn, beans, and squash for a plant, a very balanced diet. Now, the, the corn is a source of carbohydrates. The beans offer protein, and squash offered the vitamins. The corn is the pole for the beans to climb, kind of like Jack and the Beanstalk. While the squash, it grows low to the ground, and it provides shade for the other plants. It keeps the soils moist. And then, um, um, well, yeah, they have the corn, the bean, the squash. And then there's just nothing more tasty and nutritious than picking your homegrown food. So also make sure to plant some tomatoes and peppers. And this is the time to do it now. I'm actually writing an article and showing people how you can just plant it in a bucket or a container or in if you have um, a flower garden and you don't have any more space or you just have a windowsill because having those fresh tomatoes, once you grow a fresh tomato, you'll never go back to store-bought ever. Now, in several containers, you can sow seeds of your favorite herbs for seasonings like dill, cilantro, thyme, or mint. Now, in the same container with tomatoes, you could put parsley and basil. The basil actually will increase the flavor of the tomatoes. And you can also sprinkle in a few flower seeds for cover. And I just was reading that um, a lot of places are actually out of seeds, and especially if you were ordering direct from a seed company because the the um, um, the demand has been so high. It's been crazy. Now, for this experience that I'm going to tell you about now, I want to say that an adult must know with 100% accuracy, not 98, not 99, 100% accuracy, that a plant is edible because there are many toxic flowers and leaves in nature that could make us very sick or worse. And some of them mimic the plants, uh, other plants. But this is a fun educational encounter. I started doing it as a kid. My, uh, my parents taught us. So what we would do is we would hike in the hills um, and we would think we were going on an adventure that we were going to be gone forever. And we would just eat whatever was wild, which would be we would find dandelion and wild mustard and, you know, miner's lettuce and nasturtium and wild fennel and wild rose um, so all of those are all edible and even the berries of organ grape, so, but leaves and flowers of all herbs can be sampled and you have to make sure there's no pesticides or insecticides on any of these specimens. And then you record the flavors that you're tasting. Is it sweet, sour, bitter, tangy, something else? And emphasize the importance of knowing what is edible and what is poisonous before tasting anything. I, uh, be, for example, 
the hemlock plant looks, especially when it's young, a lot like a carrot. And it has a really pretty white flower that looks a lot like Queen Anne's lace. But hemlock, as you know, killed Socrates. So it's very, very poisonous. So you have to know. And some things like elderberry, you can eat the elderberry, but you can't eat the leaves because they're toxic. Now, animals are always building and hunting and gathering and scavenging. So take a rock around your backyard or hike in the neighborhood to collect a few of nature's discarded treasures. What did you find? Maybe you'll find an empty bird's nest. Don't take a one with, with eggs in it. Or twigs or acorns or feathers or bark or pine cones or nuts um, or rocks. And then you can design a natural art piece together. And then children are naturally drawn to animals. Now, since grounding, I have noticed such a huge uptick in people who have decided to buy newborn chickens, rabbits, birds, potbelly pigs, turkeys, goats, dogs, cats, to familiarize their children or grandchildren with animal husband, husbandry. Now, as somebody who was born and raised on a farm and ranch and has always been surrounded by animals, I have to say I'm a huge proponent of this, but there's a caveat. Remember that these adorable babies grow up to be adult animals who are not always so cuddly, and they may go from a couple of pounds to 400 pounds, and they require food and water and grooming and shelter and constant care throughout their lives. And some of them can live for 18, 20 years, and if it's a bird, depending on the kind of bird, it could outlive you. So raising an animal teaches discipline, responsibility, patience, kindness, gentleness, interdependence, and love. And these are all magnificent virtues, but you have to be ready and prepared for the long haul. So being out in nature and doing some gardening has many benefits for the physical and mental health of everyone in the family. And according to the Centers for Disease Control, we burn approximately 330 calories per hour of gardening. Gardening lowers our blood pressure. It reduces depression, anxiety, and stress. And it increases our wonder, our happiness, our satisfaction and the magic of the universe. So for the foreseeable future, we're grounded for one reason or another, but we don't have to endure a perpetual groundhog day. So expand the quality of your daily living by proposing the joys of gardening and being one with nature to your children, your teens, your community. Go outside and meander and stay healthy, stay safe, stay sane, and for the moment, stay home. So happy gardening, happy growing, and stay here with me because when we come back, we will come up, come back with another country girl who lives on 13 acres in the country. Shelly Wilson will be with us, and she's going to teach us to embrace the magic within, or at least encourage all of us. It's within us all. Don't go away. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. We'll be right back. Be the star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. 
For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business Well, welcome back. Are you ready to come alive and feel the magic? I know I am. Thank you for staying with us here on Star Style. Be the star you are. I am very excited to welcome our guest on our Wednesdays with writers today. It's author Shelley Wilson, and she has written a new book called Embracing the Magic Within. It is an inspirational and empowering book on how to choose your life with passion, presence, and purpose. And I think she's going to help us all shine. Welcome, Shelley, to Star Style. Be the star you are. Thank you so much, Cynthia. I'm so excited to share a conscious conversation with you this evening. You know, I love that you said that because when you contacted me, that's exactly what you said, a conscious conversation. And I think in this day and time, we can really use being present and really living with a very conscious, magical talking time. One of the things I loved in your book is all the quotes. I'm a quote lady. Every day I I start my day with... um, um, magical quotes. So, you know, I believe that if you don't believe in magic, magic doesn't happen. So your your book is definitely right, right on point. But before we get there, I want a little background from you because um, I saw in your bio, well, actually, it was in in your book, embracing the magic within. You talked about how you are living out in the country, which I do too, and I just really love that because it helps me embrace my magic a little bit more. But um, how you had kind of a difficult time when you were a child because of your teeth, and I really resonated with that. So can you start by giving us a little bit about your journey into consciousness and how, um, how what has happened to you in the past is now help, helping you help others. Yes. Well, you know, thank you for that opportunity. And, and, you know, the thing is, is when we first of all recognize that every experience we've ever had makes us who we are. And I was always a very sensitive kid, lacked self-confidence. When I was a child, I had uh, holes in my teeth. They said, you know, it could have been too much acid, whatever, but they all had to be capped in silver caps. And so with that, it also led to that they were discolored after the permanent teeth came in. And I was just like very confident 
conscious about um, subconscious about, you know, smiling and things like that. And, and so obviously now there's remedies for that. And fortunately there's more high tech whitening. And I just, you know, really began to shift that perception too. And, you know, once again, when we think about really loving who we are, embracing our magic once again, and just knowing that we're all of these beautiful, miraculous, amazing beings coming together. And it makes a difference when you can really smile because I I totally resonated with it. None of my baby teeth fell out and they all had to be pulled. And so when my secondary teeth came in, I looked like a shark. So I stopped smiling as a Mm. kid. Until they were, until I had braces for 18 months. And then my dad said, oh, now you got to flash your $800 smile, which is what it costs. <laughs> and, you know, it turned, turned me into a completely different person. So I wanted you to share that story because yes. I just, I think that sometimes we have to realize that there are things that we can do that can help our inner spirit as well. You know, things that we can do from the outside. I like to think about going from the inside out, but sometimes there are things on the outside that you want to do something to. So absolutely. I mean, and just what's coming up real quick too, is, you know, with all of these health concerns, some of us that like to go get our hair styled, um, you know, we may have not been able to do that. And, and just as soon as we were able to begin getting out and so on, that really sparked our energy also because we're feeling better about ourselves. I, and that's, you know, it is really, it's really, really key here. Oh, I'm in California and here we're still not allowed to go out and do our hair. So I needed to cut mine. I just put it in a ponytail and cut it. <laughs> and I love the way it looks. I was like, oh, this is fabulous. Uh, you are an intuitive. And why don't you tell us what that means, please? Yes. Well, I prefer the word intuitive, which is connecting to your inner self, having that intuition and so on versus the word psychic, even though psychic means of the soul. To me, sometimes there's that fortune teller connotation with the psychic sense. And I just like to use once again, that word intuitive, we're all intuitive. If we choose to use it, we all have that ability. You know, you exactly. Um, I think everybody does have that gut instinct and we all have that intuition, but we don't listen to it. And uh, in your book, Embracing the Magic Within, I think you really help people find that magic, that presence, that power that is within each of us. One of the things that uh, grabbed me right away is you give tips throughout the book. And since this isn't the empowerment channel and we're an empowerment um, uh, charity, I liked your tips to becoming empowered. And if you don't mind, I'd like to just spend a minute or two talking about it. You say ground and center your energy while consciously bringing your energy to the present moment. Why is it so critical to live in the present? Well, the the main thing is because the now is where we're creating from. And a lot of times we may reflect, go over the coulda, what is the might have been in the past, or we're constantly thinking about what's next, planning the future. And in reality, now is what's happening. And now is where we're creating change. And that is also where we're in our power, which is what empowerment is, is in that solar plexus area. And that's also comes back to having this conscious conversation, right? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yes, because uh, we have to learn to trust our guidance. And 
uh, guidance comes in many ways. And I love the way that you uh, share different uh, stories in there where it could be a sign or a car or a song on the radio. Talk to us about guidance that really is going to answer the questions that we need, but maybe we don't even know what questions to ask, but when we need to know something, that magic happens and we have to listen. Yes. The main thing is really begin tuning more into our physical bodies. You know, our physical body is made up of that energetic body, but the more that we begin taking note of the sensations, once again, especially in that gut area, it's going to guide us. When we're getting ready to make a decision, we can ask the question specifically. We can also just say, is this choice right for me right now? And then we're going to get this feeling of proceeding, a calmness, or we're we're going to get this uneasy feeling where perhaps we need to wait a bit. You have also written other books, 28 Days to a New You, Connect to the You Within, um, Journey into Consciousness, and then you also did these cards of empowerment. Since yes. we're talking about empowerment, and you actually took photos that are from many of the flowers in your own garden, as well as from your travels. Tell us a little bit about those cards of empowerment. Yes, well, I always believe that the answers we seek, once again, can be found within. But sometimes we need a visual. We need some kind of divination tool to work with. And so that's why I was guided to create these cards of empowerment. And the idea is you can ask a specific question, or you can just say, what do I need to know for today? And then you could pull randomly within the middle of the deck or just shuffle and pull from the top and, and pull as many cards as you're led to pull. And in addition, Cynthia, I created the clarity cards, which accompany the new book, Embracing the Magic Within. And it's the same concept, except these are more like power words and statements. Um, and the others are a little bit different. Well, I love the idea that you created more cards because I'm really big about finding one thing, you know, it's sort of like that fortune cookie that you can just look at and just know what it is that maybe you need. And it's not it's not so woo woo. If you're just joining us, we're talking with author Shelley Wilson. Her book, her new book is Embracing the Magic Within. Choose to live your life with passion, presence and purpose. Let's talk about magic because we started the top of the segment um, and I said, you know, if you don't believe in magic, magic really doesn't happen. We're not talking about magic of pulling rabbits out of a hat. <laughs> Tell us what magic, what, how we are talking about magic and what you mean by embracing the magic within yes. to our listeners. Yes, well, definitely my perception of magic is magic is the power to create. So this is knowing that as energetic beings, having this human life experience, we have free will, we have the power of choice, we can begin choosing to create consciously. And in order to do that, we have to become aware of our energetic emission, become aware of what we're focusing on, and so on. And so embracing this magic within is really connecting to the power within ourselves and knowing once again that this is our life experience that we're having. You give the ABCs. I, I love this. I really love how you have, um, have orchestrated the book, Embracing the Magic Within. You give the ABCs to assist with embracing the magic within. And so you go A through Z. Act on the inspiration that flows to you. Be present. Create consciously. Dream big. Encourage others. Fulfillment. Grow your spirit. Etc. 
Is any one of these ABCs more important than the other, or do we just, is it just a mixed bag and we use them all in different ways? Well, I think, you know, once again, there are certain aspects that will resonate with certain people individually. And, and I want to mention, too, obviously, Cynthia, when you picked up the book, you realize there's no chapters in it. So right. the book is not a conventional book. When I was guided to create it, I wanted it to be a book of personal stories interwoven with wisdom, power statements, inspirational quotes, and then what I call those separator pages that may also have power words or a quote or an image on it as well, just so that in case people wanted to use a tool, in other words, they may want to read the book front to back, but they may also just say, what do I need to know for today? And then they can randomly open the book up. I always love just randomly opening the book up and yes. I'm going to, I'm holding the book in front of me now and I'm going to open. Oh, I love this. I opened it up and it says, you are beautiful. See yourself as the divine sees you. You are a beautiful, unique and miraculous creation. And this is the kind of thing that you, that you have throughout the book and you, and right on another page, you have Sonia Friedman's quote, the way you treat yourself sets the standard for others. Be your own kind of beautiful. This is a very important statement. And I do want to express to the listeners, this is what you find throughout the book, Embracing the Magic Within, is that when you do open it, there's always a message that you need to take to heart to find out how can you bring that magic into your life that day. Now, you have um, several times now said that you have been guided to do, to write this, to do that. Tell us what you mean by being guided to write in the bracing the magic within or guided how to put it together, guided. Yes. How were you listening? How did that manifest? Yes. So when I say that, that's literally tuning into my intuition. That's tuning in to that knowingness, that consciousness. We may call that term higher power. We may call it our angels, guides, God, and so on. And so it is just actively participating with that connection. And I want to mention too, Cynthia, you know, with this, the name of your show, Be the Star You Are, and all about shining. This is all about, you know, standing in our power feeling confident and empowered. And then your tagline, passion, purpose, and possibility. You know, that is very close and very synchronistic to the subtitle of this book, Choose to Live Your Life with Passion, Presence, and Purpose. Right. It's really, I, I immediately was drawn to that because I'm all, I really believe that when we live our passion, we find our purpose. And I yeah. love the way that you used the word presence. Because, you know, there's the old thing is yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery, <laughs> today is the gift, and that's why we call it the present. Yes, right? exactly. So we, we have to keep, we have to really be heart-centered around that, and that way we're able to create the magic within. The other thing I really wanted to um, discuss with you is you make it clear, and this is in, in all the interviews I've done over all the years to interviewing all kinds of incredible gurus, is that it doesn't matter how in tune you are with the universe, God, the source, whatever it is that you call it, we're still going to have tough days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're, humans, we're humans in training, we're 
we're, uh, you know, we're at work, right? We're in process. We're, we're not a product yet. So why don't you just address that a little bit? Because so often, you know, people will come and they'll say like, okay, well, I'm, I feel like I'm doing everything right, but gosh, my life is upside down or I had a car accident. I mean, you talk about your accident, you know, (laughs) and uh, you talk about all these different things. So address that because people need to know that just because you're on your path doesn't mean it's going to be easy. In fact, it might be hard. Yes, yes. And and the thing is, is, you know, I believe because we are human that we choose to come here and have a human life experience that this involves experiences. This involves the gamut of emotions, the contrast, what we perceive to be the good, the bad, the ugly. And I do believe that life is a continual work in progress or a process. And if we see that every day is a new beginning, that every day we can say, well, what will happen today? What shall I experience? And once again, it may be absolutely amazing and awesome. And other days it may be very challenging and we're just ready to get that day over with. And what about the value of meditation and, you know, just and being quiet, like the pause between the notes is usually creates the music, you know? Yes. Well, just like listening to your first segment, talking about gardening, spending time outdoors, that is my favorite type of meditation too. connecting with nature, being immersed, having my hands in the dirt and connecting in that way. So some people say they can't meditate and it may be because they can't clear their mind or they feel like you have to sit quietly for long periods in time. And in reality, meditation can be what you choose it to be, which may be spending that time outdoors, being aware and awake and just having fun. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I uh, Gardening is my thing. And uh, I mean, I think this is why we, we energetically connected too, because when I am outside and my hands are in the dirt and my nails are all covered, <laughs> I, I, I lose track of time. Mm-hmm. I just totally lose track of time. And it makes me so happy. You know, it just, it makes me really, really happy. And I feel it is a meditation because when people work in nature or walk in nature, you know, it's like the forest bathing. There's something about the energy that emits from everything in nature that empowers us. And this is why, especially now that we're experiencing this COVID-19 and now we've got terrible other things happening and protests and stuff, we still need to breathe, breathe mm-hmm. and, and enjoy the, some fresh air, some outdoor space and something that's growing, that's living. And that was going to be my next question. What is your advice or thoughts for people right now who are living, well, we're all living, we're in this world pandemic. It's just a crazy time. Um, but how can we keep centered how can we keep focused? How can we keep the energy alive and the magic yes. bursting from within? Yes. Well, the first thing, once again, Cynthia, is be present. Be here now. Focus on centering your energy. And to do that, visualize lots of white light at your core. See that white light shifting to yellow where you're shining and standing in your power and then breathe. And as you do that, become aware of 
within you, around you. And when you do that, when you're centered and attain that peace within, in turn, you can respond to what's happening around you rather than getting sucked into that energy. And so I'm telling everyone and doing this for myself, be present, be flexible, be adaptable. And once again, be here now. Be here now. And you know, I think can have that intention every day of having empathy and love and care and sending that out into the universe, you know, energetically uh, surrounding everybody with that white light. Yes, and, yes. And just because I know for me, we're going on 12 weeks now, <laughs> or we are in 12 weeks. I think we're, yeah, we're in 12 weeks of, um, of being sheltered in place. And now we're under lockdown for quarantine for, uh, riots and protests and all of that is I still feel centered and relaxed and happy Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I can go outside. Well, this is really such a lovely, lovely book. Um, embracing the magic within Choose to Live Your Life with Passion, Presence, and Purpose. The author is Shelley Wilson. She's also the author of Journey in Consciousness, as I already told you, and The Cards of Empowerment, which just sounds so great. And now she has these clarity cards. She did 28 Days to a New You and Connect to the You Within. Plus, what I love, as I said, is I love all the, the affirmations and quotes from all the different people that you have in here. And the fact that you can just open the book anywhere. Your her website, ShellyRWilson.com, or you can find embracing the magic within.com. And she's available on Instagram and on Facebook. And um, her handle there would be intuitive medium Shelly. But would you like to end this segment for us with some magic that you would just love to bestow on? Everyone who is listening around the world right now. Yes, just remember everyone that magic is the power to create. And it's time for each one of us to shine. I love it. That's the perfect ending because shine on. But you know, this is it. We're all stars. And sometimes all we have to do is find that magic within and maybe polish it up a little bit and then it'll shine brightly. So pick up a copy of Embracing the Magic Within. Choose to live your life with passion, presence, and purpose. That is just such an important uh, an important sentence. Choose to live your life with passion, presence, and purpose because we all have a choice. We all have free will. Author Shelley Wilson, website ShellyRWilson.com, EmbracingTheMagicWithin.com. Shelly, this has been so fun. Yes, thank you so much, Cynthia. And I think it was a very conscious conversation. Very much so. Thank you so much for joining us here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We'll be right back. I've got a business fight to do, and then we're going to just talk about getting ready for a new job market. In the meantime, while we're going to break, visit Shelly's website, please, ShellyRWilson.com, EmbracingTheMagicWithin.com, and find the magic in you. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You are listening to us live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. I'll be back in a bit. The star you are, the star you are, be the star you are, you are the star. Business Bites. 
Here's Cynthia Bryan. Are you tapped into women businesses? As women-owned firms continue to outpace the market, here are a few characteristics of people who own businesses who are women, which have been identified by the National Foundation for Women Business Owners that may help you partner and collaborate with them. Women entrepreneurs place more value on both relationships and information. Women are more likely to seek out help from others and ask questions. Women are more proactive to embrace new technology. Women value vendor support and service while making decisions. And although women still have lower credit ratings, they may have more access to So tap into the power of women. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's CynthiaBryan, Bryan with an I, dot com. Be the star you are. The star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. BeTheStarYouAre.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of well, we are having a power party, and I hope that you all are going to embrace the magic within because it really does make a difference, and Shelley's book can totally help you. Now, you know, we've been in this pandemic crisis, and there are so many people who are going to have to find a new job. I mean, some people are lucky enough to still have their job. Some are able to work from home. But many are going to have to find maybe even a new career. And the available jobs are going to be moving more to telecommuting and digital work, I think, than ever before. So here's what you can do now to prepare for that new reality of work. First is learn some new digital communication platforms. Uh, One of the things for actors, and as you know, I've been an actor for many years, is we're having to do something that's called self-taping. So instead of going in on an audition, now we have to set up a studio in our home and self-tape ourselves, which could mean um, getting some new equipment, and it definitely means taking a couple of seminars to figure out what to do. Fortunately, Screen Actors Guild is helping us along with teaching us how to do that. Actually, for films, we've had to self-tape for a few years, but for commercials, this is a brand new thing. But so 
that's a digital thing. Now, you'll likely need to get used to video interviews or meetings since communication uh, via video chats and file sharing is going to become more popular and more popular. And with remote work, digital training is available, you know, on sites like LinkedIn Learning, on YouTube, and on many, many, many different sites. So first, try some free online tutorials provided by um, app developers themselves, like Microsoft Teams or Slack, Zoom, Google. And then you can move to collaboration apps for team projects. There's Basecamp and Asana and Trello. And most are pretty intuitive. Um, it's just hard to have so many different things that you have to learn. I mean, I know, and I feel like I've been on webinar after webinar after webinar during this whole time. Polish up your LinkedIn profile. So when the scramble for jobs starts, if you really want to get a job out there, this might be your personal billboard to present yourself well to prospective employers. You can add any recent awards or promotions, and you can detail any work-related skills that um, you've learned in recent weeks since you, that you have been on lockdown. It's going to make you a little more attractive for telecommuting jobs. You can do a LinkedIn search to find contacts that you might connect with at a company that you might want to follow. And then follow ones that intrigue you and look at profiles of others in your field to get, to get ideas of how you might tweak your own. And I have my own pet bugaboos, though, about LinkedIn because I think almost every single day I probably get 10 to 20 requests to, um, to link, to connect with somebody on LinkedIn who says that they are a coach helping coaches and that they can raise my salary in 30 days to six figures or something. And then it, it makes me crazy because they almost all have the same lingo, you know, lingo. And you, I go to, oh, and I look at their profiles, most of them look like they're 18 or 20 years old. And it just, I don't know, it just rubs me wrong. It seems like all of them went to the same school of let's coach the coach, right? So um, just whatever you're doing, really be authentic about it. And I know that we're, you know, we're all salespeople. That's what um, I learned as an actor is that I'm an actor, but I'm having to sell my acting skills. I'm a writer, but I'm having to sell my writing skills. <laughs> I'm a radio host, but I'm having to sell the radio show, you know, so we all have to do that, but you don't have to just slam people with it. I, I don't have five extra minutes to get on the phone and chat with somebody. So when somebody's saying, hey, let's get on a, a chat, I don't think that's just the way to start. You want to build a relationship first. So then police your digital identity. Now that you might have some time, maybe you do. I have less time now than I did before. But you want to remove anything posted on social media that you wouldn't want employers or recruiters to see if it's possible to do that. So you could search your name and then click on the top 10 links. I mean, if it's way down, probably nobody else is going to look at it either. But you're looking at what a potential boss is going to see. And yes, these days, potential employers are definitely looking in every digital channel. And some of these footprints, you know, are of your own creation. And at a minimum, you should have polished pages on LinkedIn 
And your Facebook page, even though Facebook is pretty much used these days, I don't, I do not um, connect with everybody on Facebook. I really am selective because I really try to keep it to family and friends. Still, you don't want to show yourself in a bad light, like, you know, at some drunken party or half naked or any of those things. Hopefully you're not doing that, but if you are, don't post them. Also, you want to check out face posts, Facebook posts or other posts that you might be tagged in, but you didn't originate and then on tag yourself that anything that's unprofessional because future employers are definitely looking and look for work from home jobs. These are clearly going to be the future. I really feel like my office has now been closed and my studio has been closed for 12 weeks. I am broadcasting to you from my home studio right now. And what I'm seeing is I have a feeling that when this is over, that a lot of people are not going to be going back to those office jobs. So along with, um, with jobs that you know that somebody may tell you about or that you find, you can look on like flexjobs.com, remote.co, workingnomads.co, um, ratracerebellion.com. These sites can screen for legitimate employers. Be careful of places like you know Craigslist and just make sure you vet what it is that you are applying for. If it sounds too good to be true, just remember it probably or most likely is. Update your resume. Now, it's important to have a current version on hand if you are the kind of person that has to have a resume. Now, every field has a different kind of resume. My acting resume would never fit for a business environment. It's a totally different thing. But you want to have a current one And that'll allow you the flexibility to respond to any sudden openings. If somebody says, send me something within the next hour, you don't want to have to start designing it. So keep it short, you know, no more than two pages for acting resumes. It's a one page thing. And weave your narrative uh, with, with, you know, with care, make it, make it feel like it's challenging result oriented and you're going into action. It's like stories and, you think about um, uh, like an advertisement and not an obituary, right? You don't want people to fall asleep reading it and you don't want to make them sad. And then network virtually. Um, contacts are critical in what may be a highly competitive uh, post-coronavirus job market. And methodically extend your circle. Job, uh, join online professional groups for networking or touch base with former colleagues or classmates, or, you know, you can reach out to people. They may not get back to you, but if you feel that somebody might be, take a chance. The worst that can happen is that somebody says no or that they don't respond. But if you, you know, you're never going to make any baskets that you don't throw the ball. So learn something new. If you have been furloughed or are out of work and waiting for things to return to normal, take the time now to add skills or brush up on existing ones. There are so many free online courses and classes right now. I mean, it seems that I I have never, ever taken so many classes, nor have I hosted so many. I mean, I feel like I'm doing a lot of different courses. There's also courses for certifications. Whether you need that or not, I don't know. But you can tap into free webinars and podcasts and subjects that interest you. 
and that'll give you a lot of knowledge. And, you know, if you're trying to find out about unemployment benefits or the CARES Act or PPP or anything, many of the organizations that you might already belong to might be having having uh, webinars and seminars and explanatory things. I know as part of the Authors Guild, they're holding all kinds of things to help authors. Screen Actors Guild is holding all kinds of, I can't, I can't even take them all. Um, uh, as for the nonprofit, the California nonprofits, it's like every couple of days, there's another one. Garden Writers Association for those of us in communication, there's all these things. So whatever area you are in, there is probably assistance out there for you. And it's most likely free. So check, check with any of your organizations, or check in fields that you like. And then, you know, just plan that you're might going to be working like this at home for a while. And sit back and find the magic, as Shelley would say in it. Because whatever we're doing, we have to live in the present moment. This is what we have. So we can complain about it. We can blame it and blame somebody. But the best thing to do is to reframe it and choose to see the positive. We have the choice. We can see the positive or we can see the negative. We can have our glass half full. We can have it half empty. And take it from me. I am happier having a glass half full and seeing the positive, even on a dark day. So embrace that magic within and shine. So thank you for being great listeners and allowing me into your life every week. I want you to stay tuned to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. Make sure to go out in nature and breathe. Breathe in that fresh air and smell nature and let Mother Nature do some healing on you. You can change your life. You can make your dreams come true. For more information about the charity Be The Star You Are that brings you this show, please visit BeTheStarYouAre.org and consider making a donation because we're really attempting to bring you positive media programming and help with um, all kinds of areas that you need right now. And hopefully that's what we're bringing you are these conscious conversations, as Shelley Wilson says. For more information about Star Style Productions, you can visit my website, CynthiaBryan.com. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. I want you to see beyond your physical being and know that you are the star you dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past, dream of the future, but celebrate today. Celebrate this moment. And read a book this week because a book is like a garden in your pocket. And I do suggest Embracing the Magic Within by Shelley Wilson. And until we celebrate once again next Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m., be conscious and remember, love always wins. Kindness always prevails. And smiles keep us happy. Yes, flash those pearly whites. <laughs> I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. Be your unapologetically authentic self. Have a wonderful week, the best week ever. Dream, create, inspire, make a difference, and shine on. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are. 
It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.